I think people should, just again, personally, should get vaccinated. If they're one of these wild people who thinks they're going to be filled with nano machines, well, the solid snake is going to save us anyways. Other people just complicate my life. I don't like to get involved. Episode 233 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it's with myself, Steve. I'm here with Fitz and Gordo. Boys, how are we? We made it through another week. Well, today's my Sunday, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Fine too. Sorry. So, nothing worse than your Sunday being on a Friday. <laughs> more importantly, though, more importantly, we made it through an international break. Oh, because. God. Death to the international breaks. Yeah. When was and the and the rugby is back. Uh, Deaths of rugby and international breaks. Well, there was like the... What, what is South your problem with rugby? Yeah. Terrible really. sports. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Me, It took over media there about 10 years ago. Like, I remember I used to listen to Off the Ball all the time and I'd stop listening to them because they wouldn't show up about rugby. It drove me crazy. I, I will say, too. I will say to defense, Ireland's call can fuck off. All of it can Obviously. fuck off. The whole concept of the sport can fuck off back to some Tory fucking uh, country club that wherever it came from. <laughs> I don't know the words I'm saying. Golf wow. can fuck off. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, there's plenty of sport. Cricket, waste of time. Um, lots of stuff like that. Hurling, no interest. Whoa. You oh, fucking you. shut your I'm not telling you to fuck right off. Now. I just said I have no interest. I'm telling you to fuck off. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I could be close to telling you to fuck off. <laughs> that's perfect. I, that's why we're starting an hour early. So I'm not around later. So, uh, yeah, you good stuff. Fuck Tarja. Uh, <laughs> spoken like a true Mayo man. Exactly. Her, hurling is a Mayo sp- or is a is a foreign game to me. You know, I hadn't heard of hurling until I came to Galway. True story. Not a true story. That's fine though. Um, yeah. What else? I'll think of more sports throughout the night that I think could fuck off into the ocean. Uh, what are your thoughts on tiddlywinks? Tiddlywinks, I've never seen it played, but I'm interested. You know, I'd like to see it. Um, yeah. Snooker, I love snooker. It's not a sport, though. And I interest you in a game called goalball. Which What's is goalball? It is a sport for blind people. Okay. Uh, where essentially they, there's like bells and stuff in the ball and oh. they essentially have to try and roll the ball or throw the ball down the court into the other team's goal and it can be that played solo or up as far as teams of three I've watched full world championships of this that, that looks actually fun the gift that you showed there that's yeah. actually pretty cool I, I would strongly recommend people look up goal ball I don't know if they have done as world cup or world championships but would definitely recommend looking it up it's actually quite fun to watch interesting it's yeah, like it's making fun of blind people, though. No, blind people <laughs> actually play it. This is in, like this is a proper sport. This is this is not mm. me being a dick. Sounds mm. us. Ball is heavy as hell. Yeah, interesting. Right. Okay. Now for you. Yeah. Olympics. 
Athletics of all kind, they can fuck off too. Yeah. See, so I'm not being, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not being a dick or in any way making fun of people with this. I can remember, I think the first time I saw it was the London, the London Paralympics back in like 2012. All oh, right. I there think uh, old man Steve has gone full old man tonight. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, I just thought of a lot of sports I have no interest in. He's yelling the clouds all over the gaff. <laughs> you started it by bringing up rugby. You never oh, talk about rugby around me. You know what gets me going. Old man yells at sports. <laughs> oh, Steve, I hear um, I hear you support a club that's full of rapists now. Uh, allegedly. We're not, allegedly. We're not talking about this. We're not touching this with a barge pole. Maybe in a, a later time when things... Allegedly. Oh, Cardo, I have to edit that out. We can't touch this with a barge pole until more stuff is known. Moving on. Um, <laughs> I was just talking about Ronaldo. What are we talking about? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm under pressure for time tonight, lads. I can't be remembering all the things I have to cut out. <laughs> ah, Look at those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful the, gravy chips. Those mighty reds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Up the tricky reds. Here we go. Another <laughs> elimination in the FA Cup coming up tonight. On the Middlesbrough. Uh, Who do Middlesbrough even have playing for them these days? I don't know, but they're going to be playing like fucking 90s AC Milan tonight anyway. Let's, let's, go, let's actually look at this up, see if there's any players. Because let's be honest, we don't want to actually talk about wrestling. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Who have we got? Who yeah, have like, we got? I wouldn't mind talking about football, but we can't talk about the football news. Uh, <laughs> Paddy McNair is there. Oh, there you go. Former Duncan, United player. Duncan Watmore, Sammy Amiobi, uh, Aaron Connolly. Amiobi. Amiobi, like. Uh, ah, yeah, a lot of other shitters. But yeah, they're the ones, they're the ones to watch out for. Oh, I'm at Balogun. Going from Arsenal, so there you go. They'll, they'll, they'll probably beat us. Yeah. yeah see what happens. Right, um, yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah. Any stories? What's going on in your lives? Um, I'll go for something again. Oh, usual. Jesus. How's that going? Next week, we're supposed to be in the office two to three days a week. Oh, nice one to give you a heads up. Which is, we got told Wednesday, which obviously ample notice, to be fair, for, for people, you know, like myself who live two hours away from work now. So I rang my boss today and I was like, yeah, I might just do a day a week until I can actually afford to move back to Galway because, you know, Rents and shit. Yeah. To give context, uh, the most recent advert on Daft right now for a house share is for a double room in Nakhnakara, which is on the fucking far side of the city, for eight hundred euro per month. Oh, one room. Yeah, for one room in a house. Look at all this beautiful food going on in the chat here. God damn, that Portillo's. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Looks oh. good. Look well, at that I'm, burger. I'm going to enjoy my lovely 84 cent fucking Tesco sausage rolls after this. So nice. So glad you I got yourself. My own house. Uh, Damn you, chicken. Go to um, Iceland. You can get some Greg's sausage rolls in there. Oh yes, yeah, oh, I've sell those before and they're amazing. But um, yeah. yeah, it's just tes- Tesco delivered the food to my door. So. Ah. There's, an, there's a level of laziness when it comes to my food that is quite unparalleled. It's where the fuck can bring food to my door. If only mm-hmm. you had a way to get you to the food emporium that you could get whatever food you wanted. I still won't be bothered because food emporium can bring the food to me. I send her on want. Uber Eats. Ooh. Oh, you shouldn't be telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> Game changer, man. 
17 packets of frozen sausage rolls, please. Good times. <laughs> and if you like fish, they do Harry Ramsden's fish, and it's fucking amazing. Nice. Uh, any yeah, we've been to Iceland a few times. Fish to me is what the sport is to Steve. Yeah. Fish is a lot like rugby to me. I'm not a fish guy either. Fuck fish. Take them out of the sea and put them somewhere They're good else. for dicky hearts. They are. That's the problem. <laughs> I, was like, I was told by the doctor, yeah, you, you know, avoid red meat as much as possible. You know, the odd bit of hair there won't kill you. Hopefully not. You know, but uh, chicken and um, chicken and fish should be fine. Last few times I've had chicken, I felt terrible afterwards and I dislike fish. I mean, I'll have cod, so it's not the end of the world. Maybe I'll have to do that. If you find yourself in Chicago, I highly recommend a bite to eat at Portillo's. Good old-fashioned American artery clogging food. Nice. Nice. We weren't Chicago. times. We didn't go there. Yeah, yeah mm. I was going to say. If you find Actually, a great that's where I heard about it. you're in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, Greg Miller was always uh, talking that place up. That's how I've heard of it before. And he's from Chicago. So there you go. It's all tying back in together. Um, the place we went to Gordo was it Shake Shack or we went to, we went to Shake Shack that was where we got the, the lunch one day yeah I'm just what, was the the, what, was the, what was the name of the pizza place we went to Giordano's Giordano's or something like that yeah deep dish yeah, oh, yeah. wouldn't be a fan sorry to offend I've never had it people. I'm interested though like, it. What's, we got through it but yeah. yeah, we we had that the day we were flying back as well, which was probably a terrible idea because that was a bad idea. Yeah, there was a, there was a lot of a lot of yeah, there was a lot of meat and sauce situations going on. Um, <laughs> see it. Nice. Um, but of, of course, of course, we did end up going to IHOP and got the uh, the now legendary uh, whipped cream oh. and chicken tenders. IHOP is a beautiful beer. IHOP and Denny's oh. are my favourite places to eat there. Just um, breakfast food all day, please. Yes. I'm good Give, with that. Uh, <laughs> all of it. Uh, where else? Obviously, we went to uh, Cheesecake Factory, and I got the cheesecake that was just essentially a day's worth of calories in one slice, which was, oh boy, should not have had that after a full meal. It was uh, Sean's, uh, Sean's saying you're mad I have a Denny's when you have such better options I'm sure there are plenty of better options but me and Rory stayed in a hotel that had a Denny's right across the road so we ate Denny's all the time and it was beautiful and I was yeah. just I was like do you want cheese in your eggs you're like no but may maybe actually let's see how this is <laughs> <laughs> do you just want a plate of do you want a plate of hash browns with your breakfast yeah you see I'm sorry uh, with this my was... breakfast yeah yeah with your breakfast do you want a plate of hash browns with your breakfast this, <laughs> yeah, this is all uh, Stephen in a world before he knew he had a genetic heart condition. I'm not sure <laughs> I'd be going to Denny's much now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Damn you and your Denny's. I have more food with my food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, did we talk about the Brian Kendrick situation to start us off? Uh, is he trolling people or does he actually believe in stuff? I see that's the thing. Has anyone asked him and gone, hey, you were fucked up on drugs at the time, famously. Do you still believe all this crazy shit? And then that's where I'd be interested. He needs a, Nobody, a nobody's a, asked a him, but he, he's already tweeted out saying that these are not my my beliefs and were not my beliefs. Yeah. 
I think but, he's got to, yeah, if Tony wants to sign him, he's going to have to have Chris Van Vliet interview him or something. Yeah. Um, I saw Mish was talking about it last night. Um, great idea. Ariel Helwani to interview him would be perfect. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, Ariel is Jewish as well. So I don't know if that would, I don't know how that would work. Is Chris Van Vliet Jewish? I don't know. But that could be an Canadian. Could be <laughs> Canadian. He's Canadian, at least. Um, so that could both? be... I'm sure you can. Ariel is also a mermaid. That is true. <laughs> that is People true. Detected. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I think that's he needs. Uh, he needs an interview for him to like go. Hey, listen, I was fucked up at the time. Yeah. I did all this stupid shit. If he doesn't, maybe he still believes it. I don't know. But uh, if he wants to work again, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he's doing things with WWE though, Ariel. Yeah, so kind of screwed there. Um, but yeah, Brian Kendrick made history this week he's the first man to earn his release from both WWE and AEW in a 24 hour period I'm not even mad that is quite yeah. impressive it is impressive you know whether whether he was ever signed obviously but I don't know um, I feel like that's the type of guy Tony would have signed yeah um, but hands the bill yeah and can be a coach things like that it's a bit worrying, though, like that a, a company as big as AEW, not necessarily pretends to be, but at this stage probably are, don't have someone screening new hires and, you know, doing some form of background checks and see if there's anything that can come back and bite them. Because this came up very quickly. Now, to be fair, I didn't know about it. That's because I wasn't really involved in wrestling too much when this all kicked off. Way, what was it, like 10 years ago or something like that? Uh, why Why was this not picked up quicker? Why did it yeah. have to become an issue before? Someone just, happened, it to someone issue just happened to find it that particular day. You mean Bix and Span? He someone sent it to one. him. Someone sent it mm. to him, Fitz. It wasn't him. Someone sent it to him. Did you not read the 75 times he tweeted that? <laughs> now, whatever about me, an uneducated, not professional journalistic broadcaster, not knowing about this, him who professes to be one of the leading broadcasters and journalists in the industry, claiming not to have known about this, I claim shenanigans on that. Yeah. Ooh. I like a good shenanigans claim. It hasn't, it hasn't been the first time where someone like him, or let's call it spade a spade, he has broken stuff like this, literally just really convenient timing, we'll say. Um, Mm -hmm. He just always seems to have convenient timing with these things. So, uh, yeah, I'd be with Fitz. There's shenanigans afoot, I believe. And Antox, yeah, yeah, I agree. You could always pick a reason not to hire anyone if you look close enough, but some things are more obvious than others. And I true, true. That. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of sucky for him, though, as well, in that he um, he left a job that wouldn't care. I mean, WWE normally looks past a lot of stuff. So he left that job. They were like, whatever, they knew about it. And he's like, fuck it, I want to go wrestle. And now he's now he's wrestling nowhere. Now he has no paycheck. So that kind of was kind of a bad call on his part. Because he did an interview. It was also doing the rounds. The interview with uh, Lillian Garcia, where he said, you know, when they re-signed him in 2015 or 2016 or whatever for the Cruiserweight Classic, um, that they do, they do background checks on people and stuff like that. And they found all this stuff. And they're like, hey, yeah, you got to cut all the conspiracy shit out. And he's like, yep, yeah, no problem. And to be fair, he hasn't said a peep in six years or whatever. So, bad call on his part to leave, I guess. 
what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Well, um, you can't really fault anyone for uh, wanting to leave the Fed, to be fair, because it's only a matter of leaving before you get pushed. Mm. Mm. Um, Harland with the tweet of the week, I thought. Was, that was quite good. The, he the kept it nice and simple, didn't he? Yeah, the gif of him throwing Brian Kendrick down the stairs. <laughs> was quite a, that, was, that was good. That was very clever. Uh, I was really looking forward to seeing how that match was going to go, actually. Mox and Brian Kendrick. That could have been real good. Oh, well. But yeah, there is a, there, yeah, there is a, there is a point in Antox's thing there as well. You know, that I see his point. I see where he's coming from. With like, you know, if you screen everyone, they're wrestlers. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be some shit. Um, yeah, he got cancelled pretty heavy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, another departure from WWE. Shane McMahon out of it WWE. Here and go. it's got there there goes the money <laughs> he uh returned at the rumble on saturday or on yeah saturday and he was gone by monday or tuesday or whatever it was like crazy shit insert um, grandpa simpson gif pretty much um someone needs to make shane coming in doing the shuffle in the door <laughs> and then out the door <laughs> yeah that'd be amazing uh so the story i don't know where i've pulled this from last night but uh he was not an employee and only on a performer contract so if he's out of being a performer he is out of the company he has no other role in the company because that's all he had mm. Mm. So that the first um, time he's left it was like seven or eight years ago he also left um so it's not it's not groundbreaking that shane isn't there anymore but uh, I think it's fairly telling that um, rumors come out of a lot of people unhappy with how the men's rumble uh, was yeah. booked, was perceived, was received by the fans. Um, and it seems to have all been laid at his feet as being the main culprit behind it all. So this yeah, just seems yeah. like a quick and easy way to try to appease fans. Like, well, look, it was all Shane's fault. It, Shane did it. Not me. Look at Shane. Yeah, we're firing Shane. Shane's gone. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. He was a scapegoat. Dead right. Um, yeah. 100% that's what happened. Now, there are other stories. Now, we talked about uh, things leaking out to wrestling journalists. This was a very tactical what? leak, I thought. Uh, all of a sudden, all these... Oh, as soon as they saw the backlash for the Rumble, they um, they started story. a story leaked out that Matt Riddle was supposed to win the Rumble. Not a fucking hope in hell where they're going to have Matt Riddle win the Rumble. I'm not fucking stupid. All right? It was always going to be Brock. Simple as that. And even if it wasn't him, it would have been someone like Orton. You know, those levels of guys. Matt, they don't see Matt Riddle quite there yet. Um, and the other story was, uh, well, you know, the, we, they really want the breakup angle of RK Bro. And I was like, you know, but we felt it needed the WWE title on it. Like, no, it, firstly, no, it doesn't. And secondly, not a chance with Matt Riddle scheduled to win that Royal Rumble. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so WWE doesn't intend to grant Mustafa Ali his release. The term value was used in reasoning behind keeping him under contract. There are no plans to create it for Ali. And there is little correspondence, if any, between the two sides. There you go. Um, so Shane, anyway, apparently, yeah, there was lots of uh, uh, shithousing backstage <laughs> on the day of the Rumble. Things kept changing. Apparently, it looked bad to people like Johnny Knoxville and Bad Bunny. The disorganization of it all they didn't want to come across that way. Uh, uh, famous for the organization are the jackass crew bad, bad bunny had previously been backstage at raw i'm pretty yeah. sure he fucking saw it let's be honest <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah the rumble 
we don't want to cover the Royal Rumble. It was a literal week ago, but um, thoughts, quick thoughts on Shane McMahon's Royal Rumble. I want a refund for my time, please. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm always harshly critical of all wrestling pay-per-views because it requires extra sacrifice for us at this side of the Atlantic Ocean. That pay-per-view finished at 5 a.m. for us. Oh, God. And it finished with that fucking shit show. So I'm going to be extra critical of it. It was fucking garbage. And it was literally the worst Royal Rumble I have ever seen live. Men's Rumble is is possibly the worst one I've ever seen. I made a good decision to skip it then. Nice. Women's Sweet one man. I didn't mind as much as a lot of people did. Premium live event. Premium live event. Sorry, Premium bro. Live Sorry, event. bro. Premium live event. Uh, the women's one I didn't mind as much as everyone else. It had the little bits of nostalgia and shit in it. It was a bit of fun. It had the big return. It was fine. I, I didn't mind the women's one as much. Uh, the opener match on the card, Rollins versus Reigns, I fucking loved. Only three and a half stars, though, Bardo. Bull fucking shit. The ending shit. fucked it. The, the, the ending, ending absolutely fucked it. <laughs> The only thing I will say in defense of the ending is it plays into the whole narrative that Roman has never beaten Seth one-on-one. And it could be a case of Roman was starting to feel that shit, maybe he can't beat Seth, so he had to go and get himself disqualified. Because he had him him in the submission holder and put away the likes of Owens, Debray, all these guys over the last year. After already like destroying Rollins through the barrier, so you know stuff like that's already after going down, and he has him in the hole. And Rollins, despite looking like he's fading, still with his last breath manages to get to the ropes and hang on. So, it's possible that that's the story. Did they tell it yeah. as well as they could have? Probably not. But that's where you're. I'm reading into it and will say that I'll defend it to an extent. Yeah, I'd be with you on that as well. I kind of got what they were going for for the ending, but it's the context of all the DQ finishes, though. If they they didn't do so many DQ finishes, it wouldn't be as like, oh, another one. But that was a creative one, and it fed into the story. Three and a half stars, you know, not as good as a random throwaway tag match on Dynamite, but, you know, three and a half stars. Fucking bullshit. Oh, dear. It's the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, and they had a nice story and a very good match, and they fucked it with that ending. It's the people. Nah, it was a generous. Three and a half stars is generous. I would have nah. fucking packed the points for that. No. Boo to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Just give us some decisive finishes. And it, it's, it set the tone for the night, to be honest with you. And that's what kind of... You go into everything then with kind of almost a negative kind of emotion towards. You go, oh, that was, that was a great match, but they fucking ruined it. I wonder how they're going to ruin this. And everything you had, it fucked everything for me anyway. You're just an overly cynical bollocks is all you are. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Your point. Uh, WB earnings 2021 revenue increased 12% to 1.095 billion, the highest in the company's history. And there was a graph on WrestleNomics where it showed like, it just going up and up and up since 2016. And everyone's like, well, the product has gone down and down and down. And I was like, yeah, but TV has been dying at such a rate that the, rate, the prices are going up for live sports. That's my explanation of it, because the product can't possibly be this bad and be making more money than they were in the, in the Attitude Era. And they made a profit of 108 million, I think. Profit oh money, like cash money in the bank. Fucking oh, hell. Baby. When budget cuts were the biggest reason for releasing 
70 odd talent last year. So they're extending that Saudi deal for another decade, is what you're saying. Yeah. Sports watch, sports watch all the things. I don't care. <laughs> it's sure crazy. Deschambeau is getting offered $100 million just to leave the PGA Tour and join this new Saudi setup. Oh, the Rowdy Saudi Super League, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> golf, please, Steve. Golf. Golf. They're doing a Super League for golf, Steve. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. All the excitement of golf. <laughs> you know yeah but think about it think about what a fucking Saudi uh, fucking Saudi golf tournament is going to be like uh, will they get Fuck. Yokozuna back it's gonna be what about can they get Arnold Palmer is going to be there, Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas are going to be, are going to be running the show like two boys oh, fucking navigate landmines down the fucking fairway oh god I love it Fucking so mortars it's not, not really golf. You're just fucking trying to, trying to make sure that you have to wait for the mortars to fly overhead before you fucking tee off. Like, how many shots do you drop if you hit a landmine? Oh, I wonder. That's like uh, being in the water seven. in normal golf. Seven and a limb. <laughs> seven and a limb, and you have to play where it lies or where you lie, whichever way you look at it. Rowdy, Rowdy Saudi Super League. I smell a new AWP T-shirt. <laughs> I like it. We need to get some merch. Um, yeah. Ooh, merch. Merch. Um, what else? Anything else going on that uh, I didn't write down? We hit the two-year anniversary. Oh, the two-year anniversary of the greatest DM we have ever gotten. We posted it in Discord and I put it up on Twitter. Uh, go fuck yourself from Saudi Arabia. Two years on. Beautiful. Anyone want to buy thought. the NF- Anyone want to buy the NFT? I like, it's bad. It's one of the fucking like crowning achievements of this podcast is that we managed to piss <laughs> off the Saudis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs> but don't you don't you fucking dare don't you dare funge this. Don't funge this. Whatever you do, do not funge this by right clicking the, and saving. The best it. part was that like within minutes a fucking NFT bro ended up liking the fucking tweet. Yeah. Yeah, because they just like the word. They search for NFTs all day and press like on it to get fucking interactions and grow their fucking uh, follow list follow numbers words ah words are hard the biggest Sunday night scheme in the world oh god yeah but if yeah WB are doubling down on their NFTs now there's a whole new range coming uh, yeah they're going to the marketplace aren't they yep I just got to mute for two sex boys I'll be right back Uh, (laughs) while he's muting they're actually speaking of Ponzi schemes there is a, a new show up on Netflix called the Tinder Swindler Oh, uh, I don't know when it went up there. I only saw it last night and I watched it. It's basically about this guy who, it's not really a spoiler because it's a documentary series, but it's about this guy who posts face, a fake profile on Tinder, creates this kind of illusion that he's this multimillionaire and, you know, he's the heir of a diamond fucking conglomerate. Heir of diamond mine. He's, he's a member of diamond mine. <laughs> I, I had to almost stop myself from saying that. <laughs> uh, you know, he meets this girl on Tinder. They agree to go for coffee. He says, why not you come on my private jet and we'll go to Paris for the night? She's like, oh my God, this is amazing. They end up in, in this madly whirlwind love romance. And within one month, they're talking about moving in together, blah, blah, blah. She uh, takes out a credit card and then he finds himself in trouble with his enemies and he can't use his own credit cards and can he have her credit card. And then she ends up taking out like eight loans to the value of like $250,000 all to fund him and his antics. Uh, Meanwhile, he's doing this to someone else as well at the same time. 
Oh, what a fucking geezer. Oh. It is fucking crazy shit. Like, I definitely recommend, like, it's, I think, two hours or whatever a normal film is, but give it a watch. It's just actually scary how gullible some people are and how evil some people can be to take advantage of people who are more nicer people and well-intended. It's, it's crazy. Like, it'll make you angry and sad at the same time. It'll, it'll, it'll make me angry, but I also know that I'm going to have a real weird sense of admiration for him for having the balls to try it. Like, when you see what he does and how he does it there is that element of that's a great con like but it's, like, bear it's mind, so bad bear in mind I love the movie Catch Me If You Can yeah like I, I, I'm, I'm into a bit of a con job like not, not that I'd ever do it myself but uh, I'm into watching movies around people getting conned out and stuff no it's, like there's a level of respect for you know someone conning a bank or anything respect, like that respect the game like but he like he goes way beyond that because obviously he toys with people's emotions as well where that's the and obviously that the fact that he's leaving you know a normal person with a mountain of debt that they'll never have never be afford to pay back and all that sort of shit so fuck it their own fault their own fault <laughs> taking their loans that big for someone that fucking early on you're a fucking idiot mm-hmm. you deserve it it's like the clowns went to fu- it's like the clowns went to that fire fest you fucking deserved every bit of that fucking slice of cheese on a bit of bread yeah. that you considered a fucking dinner <laughs> you deserved every bit of it you fucking clowns Absolutely, absolutely. Um, speaking of con jobs, back to the wrestling. Uh, hey, carny shit. Carny shit. Um, tell me tales of AEW. All I've all I'm aware of AEW is what they played on the soup last night, the Brandy Rhodes promo. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I uh, fell asleep okay. for a chunk of the show. I saw the Brandy promo. Ooh. Oh boy. Yeah, Dan Lambert got cheered. <laughs> yeah, that's Mister Paddy's big takeaway from the whole show. <laughs> Brandy Rose got Dan Lambert cheered. You'd love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, we go back to our quote about keeping the Rhodeses away from Mike's. This is probably a good thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Nicky with the show. That promo versus Danielson. Danielson had a very good one after the Mox, uh, the Mox Bones match. Or no, it was uh, Wheeler Yuta, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, he faced Bowen on Rampage. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, it was... Yeah, keep Brandy away from the microphone at all times because she is the worst. Yeah. yeah. It, to be fair, the only way I'm able to tolerate it right now is the fact that it is probably going to build somewhere and the fact that it's not the main event picture. It's barely even a mid-card picture right now. So, yeah, let it happen. I'm not. Go- I'm not going to buy a ticket to watch that anyway. You know, if that was the only thing that's happening, I'm skipping quite quickly. Oh, they're so. setting up a match for Paige Van Zandt and Brandy by the looks of things. To be fair, I, th- having Paige Van Zandt on your television show is is going to get huge numbers. I, I, I'm going to tune yeah. in for that. Of course. The match, though, that should be an interesting one. Blonde without chains. Hell yes. Blonde without chains. <laughs> Brandy Rhodes is the in-ring veteran here, there to call the match. That should be fun. Oh. <sighs> She's so bad. <laughs> that should be fun. What's this? Uh, tell me tales of this Brian thing, the Brian and Mox thing. Then, Gordo, do you want that one? I was just more so that uh, D. Bray came out after the Mox feud match and was basically just kind of talking about how himself and Mox should be teaming up, and essentially calling out the fact that there's somebody who's essentially cosplaying a cowboy as their champ. There's someone dressed up as a dinosaur as their tag champs. 
essentially saying that they should be kind of taking guys under their wing and kind of trying to build the right people, you know, taking the likes of a Daniel Garcia away from Jokers like 2.0 and trying to put them on the right path to, you know, bring them on to success and be the next ones up. Um, and kind of just played off that whole, you know, just just think about it. Just, you know, we could be do, we could do great things here together and all this sort of stuff. It was, uh, yeah, just really simple but really good. And, like, the names he was making sure to name drop when it came to, you know, we could work with such and such a person, as I said, like a Garcia or whatever. He was, they were carefully selected to be people that, like, everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'd love to see them working with, with the Lee likes Mariarty. of Daniels. Um, Lee Moriarty was another one, yeah. Um, you know, so they, they were very, it was very cleverly picked. They cherry-picked the right people to kind of get everyone's brains kind of going, oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, just really good shit. Obviously, they didn't pay it off this week as to what way Mox is leaning, but yeah, it's just, it's yeah, it's two pros going out there and just having a, a good segment. Yeah, very good. Where do you see it going? Uh, it's inevitably going to lead to a match between the two lads. I doubt it's going to lead to them making any cut of a faction together. But uh, yeah, yeah I imagine that's probably Mox's. For Mox, if you think about it, because he's had like this face run the entirety of his, you know, not necessarily a baby yeah. face run, but you know, the the loner drifter face role. Yeah, so maybe him teaming with Brian for a while and letting them do that, you know, old pro tag team shtick yeah. like to be fair imagine them in a match against FTR yes Beautiful. my penis they were, get so erect then you they were the turning Mox was, at the time before he left as well the, exactly. the turn had started so and then you obviously had the inevitable blow up match between Brian and Mox and you could turn one of them face at that stage and it's a whole new lease of life for them I'd be okay with it yep yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw my prediction out that it does lead to a match uh, Brian against Mox and Brian wins due to outside interference from the likes of Garcia and all the people he mentioned in the promo and that's the uh, the, the uh, or the other it could be the other way around maybe Mox does it to him but I think that's where they're going with it the Brian and mine yeah the Brian and mine <laughs> remember when Bri- uh, Daniel Bryan in WWE had the help of Drew Gulak yeah, mm. that is literally some of my favorite stuff from WWE television within the last decade. That was so good. So if they can re- reconnect something like that on AEW, I'm hella interested in it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes, Queen. Um, what else was what was big this week in AEW? What are the other the big things that are going on? Uh, Punk MJF had what I would consider a classic. Um, may not be for everyone. Uh, Steve definitely wouldn't sit through 38 minutes. Not a fucking hope. You didn't pay <laughs> me to watch that match. <laughs> That's why I was saying it. But to be fair, there was, you know, there was the false finish or the the actual finish and the ref restart. So that kind of broke it up kind of nicely. We did have, as we predicted, the Wardlow tease as to what he would do. And ultimately he helped out MGF. And as we all wanted, MGF got the win in Chicago. Yeah, please so take all the boxes for me. Yeah, mm. yeah, he had to win that. Would have been crazy. I, I, I kind of so so okay. So I haven't seen it, but I would have assumed people were like, "Oh shit!" They gave him a visual win, you know, with the fake out finish. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're gonna have Punk win it. So I'm guessing that was just a way of going. No, 
no, we know what you're, no, we know what you're thinking, but he's still winning the match. And he gets to mm-hmm. go around and say he beat Punk twice in the same night in Chicago. Yeah, and cheated both times. It's perfect. That's what a dirty, dastardly heel should do. Yep. Hook it to my veins. And he wore the New York Yankees gear as a reference to the promo. I noticed that as well. The stripes. That was yep. from stripes. when Punk had a promo with um, Cena, was it? Our program with yeah, Cena. Yeah, well, it was like it was like the whole thing with you know you're the you you're not the uh, the underdog. You're the you're, you're the, the New York Yankees. Yeah, you're the dynasty. That whole thing. And then he wore that gear against Cena, I believe. He wore uh, Yankee style gear against Cena. So hmm. Pepsi plunge. It happened. It happened. The Good old stuff. Hey. Can't believe he would disrespect Triple H like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people were talking about it. But anyway. Yeah, it's good to see that move back. What do you think of the match, Gordo? Assume you watched it. I, I was very tired, so I drifted in and out and saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, the bits I saw, I thought was very good. It felt a bit kind of more old school, the way they kind of drew it out. Mm-hmm. Um I liked the finish. Thought it was very well done. The fact that you know you had to really see it on the replay to see what I, how it actually all went down. I thought it was kind of yes. you know it was clever. Um, yeah, it was kind of subtly done. But yeah, I I, I really liked the finish. Um, yeah, it was just good start to finish. Can't really can't really complain too much about it. But I will agree that yeah, it you probably <laughs> yes, if you've broken me, you probably could have knocked. That's five, really good, isn't off. it? What the fuck have we got? <laughs> <laughs> I just searched Pepsi in the gift searcher in Discord there. <laughs> just oh a woman humping. She's just humping a Pepsi machine. <laughs> she is trying to give that a Pepsi plunge. She's giving that the old Pepsi plunge, is right, Jay. The old heh heh. The old heh heh. Oh, good times. <laughs> Tipnotic. Uh cool. So yeah, Pepsi Plunge is back. That's good stuff. What does Punk do next then? Vengeance. Revenge. Revenge. So it's it's not over then. It's very much open. I like that. Mm. I'm intrigued as to what they'll do next. You know, the pay-per-view coming up next month, so I imagine that they might have a a stakes match involved there. Maybe Punk gets Wardlow his freedom, perhaps. Mm. Wardlow on a pole match. (laughs) Dudes were called Cabana on Dark. My God, if he was ever going to get me to watch Dark, Cole Cabana against CM Punk would be that. Someone right did there. tease that. Was it Fightful or someone like that? That, you know, maybe they go down the route of, you know, Punk being on his own, that he constantly gets beaten down by the pinnacle because he's outnumbered, and that Cole Cabana is the one who comes out and makes the save. If there was ever a chance that they've mm. reconciled or even put their differences aside to the point of where they'll be good co-workers... This would tell a fucking fantastic story. It would. It would. I don't see them doing it. uh, No. I think they're both, like, Punk, famously, bit of a prick, you know, so I don't know if that's even possible. Maybe he's changed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But let's see. I don't don't think either side wants to do it. I think they would have teased something by now. But there's money there. That's a very interesting match to do. Imagine the program. Imagine the video package. Oh, the video oh. package beforehand. All the court dates and oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a money program, though. That's the one thing I'd say. Yeah. 
And I find it interesting in all the 75 fucking promos they had leading up to this. The one thing that MJF never mentioned was the Colt Cabana stuff. That was a, that was an open goal mm-hmm. and he never mentioned it. So that kind of maybe told the story that it's still a sore point in there. It's a no go zone. <laughs> you know? Well, that's it. MJF will be a prick, but he'll only be a prick within what's agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he mentioned the UFC thing. I mean, I, um, that was a nice one. But I thought, man, the, the point, the, the Cole Cabana thing would be the, that's the killer. So obviously it's, yeah. it's, it's not cool at the moment. What yet. did he do with um, your man's sister, the meth addict sister? Oh, oh, what's her name? The stat stocks will tell us right now. Yeah. Brian having- Pillman Jr.'s sister. Oh, God, yeah. So yeah. obviously that was agreed. That, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he will test and he will ask, okay, what can I get away with? Metany. <laughs> so like obviously I, I i can i would guarantee with 100 percent certainty that he asked punk hey can i mention cabana and yeah punk was like mm, maybe not yeah absolutely uh, or maybe he asked cabana because cabana was there first so you never yeah. know <laughs> uh yeah so that's that so i'm guessing they will do the uh they'll end up one all probably they'll do a match where mjf loses i guess but let's see. Um, I don't remember what else happened on that show. On Black Death. Uh, there was a tag match. Dynamite. What? Tag match. Uh, Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho. Yes, that's finish actually one match. thing I did want to mention. The finish to that women's match was class. Botch, there wasn't a botch. There wasn't a botch. I know, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it, was, it was circulating on Twitter as a botch, but it wasn't a botch. Oh. The bit what where she grabs the bit where the bit where Ruby grabs the or where Ruby goes to go for the kick off the turnbuckle and Nyla held onto the ropes, which was a callback to their match during the tournament like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that clip of Ruby going for the kick and essentially falling flat on her arse. People were circulating that as a botch. I, yeah, I, I saw that as well. Um, it's not it's it's not it's not a botch. It's literally a callback to their match they no, had two first, months ago. First viewing, it does look like it. Um, yeah. But they, they probably didn't, the cameraman probably, or the director or whatever, didn't really zoom in on her grabbing the rope and Nyla didn't really make it look like she had done that. The yeah, commentary she didn't team make an, had to explain she it didn't away. Make an, she didn't make an obvious, no, like if someone was going for like a DDT yeah. over their ropes and someone does the real exaggerated hook of the rope kind of thing. Yeah. She didn't really do that, so it's not as obvious. But like you can clearly see that, yeah, she countered it by holding onto the rope. It yeah, wasn't, they didn't it do the old... Much the wrestling thing that like going for a hot tag like making it super obvious or climbing a ladder yeah. really slowly you know it was subtle um so that's probably why people thought it was um but yeah cool beans um what else happened well it was rampage last week uh not much going on there uh cool uh yeah the was it Moxley and Anthony Bones had a good match. Ah, uh, yeah, that's before. That's because <laughs> he's that's because he's the good one of the acclaimed. <laughs> he, to be fair, I I've said it for weeks. Bones is a savage wrestler. Yeah, uh, he's he looks like he's getting more comfortable with his character on screen as well. Yeah, and that's only going to help him long term anyway. Get him the fuck away from Caster. Yeah, he's got he's got. Baron Corbin go he's got the equivalent of Baron Ooh. Corbin go away heat for me I Ouch. just dislike him that much I just I yeah. don't get it everything is yo 
Yo, listen, listen. Two topic <laughs> references. Yo, yo. Yeah. And then when he gets in the ring, he's just fucking useless. I uh, don't see what the, he is fucking useless. No. That's harsh now, Gordon. He, I would let his contract run out and I would rehire Bones. That's I, would exten- I, would ex- I would extend Bones and I would leave Caster's contract run out. I am no fan of the the rapping shtick. Not for me. But he's... If we're, if we're going to be critical of the EW roster, which we can easily be... Oh, I am. He, he is above average in terms of his in-ring talent. Well, that's more of a fucking indictment of the roster than it is a vote of confidence in him. He's fucking useless. <laughs> wow. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> more. More. More fights. I water. I think water. You know, I think we need to do a bonus part at some stage where we go through the AEW roster. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Are we going with extend or expire? Extend, fire, expire. <laughs> I like it. Ex- extend, extend is obviously naturally extended. Expire is that they'll do a job for the next little while, but we may look at leaving the contract run out. And fire is they don't even deserve to have a contract now. Uh, they're oh. not going to fire someone. So no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Is that's what I say. We would have. No, mm. it's, that, that's I'd fire thing. you if I could. <laughs> Good luck. How can you <laughs> fire that which is unfireable? <laughs> <laughs> These contracts are watertight. I'm glad, baby. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else from AW before we move on and possibly talk about main roster for a little well, bit? Well, we haven't touched NXT yet, so we could do that to avoid yeah. main roster. Oh. <sighs> It's, it's, it's getting there. there. Shit's in the woods and no one's there to smell it. Does it really shit in the woods? Well, that's a lot like Rampage, isn't it? It's just like yeah. NXT and Rampage are... This is Rampage. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even think what really happened on NXT that was worth talking about. I didn't see it this week. Um, that's two uh, weeks in a row I've missed NXT. I'm worried now that, I'm, that I, I dynamited it and I'm gone. Maybe I'm gone. Who knows? When, that when only leaves you- me with Raw. <laughs> Wendy Chu had a Wendy Chu had a match. That was that was fun. Wendy Chu was fun. I saw um, people making fun of the gimmick. You know the lazy gimmick, despite <laughs> Orange Cassidy existing. That gimmick <laughs> is fucking amazing. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's yeah, it's whatever. It's whatever. She, she fucking grapevined someone's leg just to cuddle it during the match. I'm like, I'm, I'm totally okay with this. Nikita uh, Lyons has a rapping gimmick. Yeah, that's so so bad. Uh, oh, super. Yeah, it's fine. She'll 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 have one match, and people will realize that she take, and uh, she'll take over wrestling Twitter. So it'll be fine. Yeah. Um. Anything? Yeah, anything that was what big? What what big things happened on NXT this week? Uh, Breaker and Champa beat Legato. Mm. Uh, that was fun match. Again, you know what you're getting with those four. A lot of fun. Uh, Big Mama Cool is teaming up with Cora Jade in the female Dusty Classic. Uh, mm. They had a an okay match. Uh, they were playing off the whole, yeah, the aftermath of it, the respect. Raquel said, okay, right, cool, let's go do this. And they're teaming up now. Uh, Saray's magic pendant uh, made her transform when she was on the way to the ring and she came out and Aww. killed somebody yep um, oh I'm actually uh, something I never thought I was going to do I'm going to give respect and kudos to the NXT universe 
The NXT universe. As much as much as we have shat on that crowd for the last what two and a half, three years, because they yeah. are the fucking worst. During the opening match, I was with them. The opening match was Diamond Mine, so Roddy and the Creeds against Imperium. So the artist formerly known as Gunther, or, or formerly known as Walter. Fuck. Uh, oh no! Hey, you I, fucked I, up. I wish he was. I wish he was the artist formerly known as Gunther. Uh, um, so, and for pretty much the whole match, every time he got in the ring, they chanted Walter for the whole you duration he it. was in the ring. I was. I was with the fucking universe. I was. I was with them. They were. They were my people. Um, so yeah, a rarity, a unicorn on the podcast this week. Thank you, NXT crowd. That That's the beautiful. first time we've praised the fucking NXT crowd ever. Uh, yeah, probably. It might be. But to yeah. be fair, I always praise them for booing MSK because they're a bunch of shitbags. Sir. You fucking like the dinosaur man and fucking. <laughs> the dinosaur man. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay. Raw or SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray basically uh, terrorized Mandy Rose throughout the whole. So, uh, and Kaylee Ray they'll get a title shot out of it. <laughs> that's how you do it in NXT. You just hang out in the parking lot and kidnap people. Yeah, that's, that's oh that's yeah, she kid- she kidnapped JC Jane and uh, Gigi Gittles. No, she she kidnapped them, drove them off, drove off in the car with the two in a minute. Off she went, came back a while later, and uh, threw spaghetti on Mandy Rose, uh, chased her around with a baseball bat, and uh, eventually to end the show, she got her title match. So neat. Yeah. So to get a title match in NXT, you need to kidnap the champions' friends. Kidnap champions' friends and throw spaghetti on them. Mm -hmm. That's much like like a a bad precedent to set. It's it's like a like you just need to like beat beat up a champion backstage to get a title shot most of the time. Yeah. In 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 most companies, which leads me to uh, I'm going to throw one in as a 24/7 contender. It's not going to win, but I just. Brock wins the Royal Rumble, right? Which I'm totally fine with, and that's what I predicted would happen. But he's in the Elimination Chamber for the title in three weeks. Mm-hmm. How does that make any sense? Because he wants to win both titles. Hmm. Why? 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 Is he, this so is the Raw one he got, got, the, this, this the one got, he got the screwed fucking, out of. Uh, so dumb. It's when Poochie's not on television, everyone should be asking, where's Poochie? Brock Lesnar is Poochie. Yeah, Brock is Brock Poochie. two belts. Uh, look, I get that they wanted to have Brock in a big match in Saudi Arabia. I get that. But having the Elimination Chamber after the Rumble is a lot like having Survivor Series after the draft. Makes can no please, fucking can sense. please address it by its proper title, the Jamal Khashoggi Memorial Extermination Chamber. Memorial Extermination Chamber, yes. Premium um, live event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Goldberg is back. No. Why is Goldberg back? When? No. He's got one match left on his deal, so yeah, maybe it is Saudi. Ugh. Just keep it in Saudi Arabia, Goldberg. Stay over there. I've never seen Steve sound so upset over something that wasn't United playing. Uh, don't oh, worry. Give him an hour. Give me an hour, yeah. Goldberg confirmed, yeah. So is it for Saudi? I guess it is. I guess it is. Um, but yeah, they did Elimination Chamber qualifying matches on Raw. It was an alright episode of Raw, actually. So yeah. Is that an oxymoron? 
I mean, it was an all right. It was a decent episode. It wasn't bad. I I wouldn't watch it a second time type of thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, just like it's, it's not repeat viewing, but I didn't yeah. mind the first viewing. Yeah. Heaven Owens didn't make it because Austin Theory got into the Elimination Chamber. Cool. Wow. After being eliminated from the Royal Rumble by Shane McMahon. Best in the world, wonder, Shane McMahon. Um, Best in the world. Best in the world. Sorry. I know Kevin Owens is laughing his way all his way to the bank with his new contract, but I wonder does he feel creatively bankrupt for selling his soul to take that money? Yeah. Sure, well, he, he sleeps well at night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing he's like, eh, whatever. I've been on the Indies before, that style of match sort of thing, you know? Probably happy out. Um, But I think one of the criticisms of Shane was the fact that he booked himself so strongly in the Rumble. (laughs) Like, he won a striking exchange with with Matt Riddle, former undefeated UFC fighter. Yeah, because Shane is trained by UFC fighters. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is the best in the world. (sighs) Whew. So when he shows up in AEW, will they call him the best in the world, or does WWE have that trademark? You know, apparently people in WWE have already said uh, are apparently saying that they should be reaching out to AEW to advise them to not hire Shane. Wow, <laughs> because they feel he's <laughs> out he of control. That he's that he's out of control and basically very demanding to work with. Yeah, right. Shane will do that. Mm. I mean, Connor's cure. Sorry, hell of a drug. I want to break hell kayfabe? Um, one thing I did want to ask about the Royal Rumble how do we feel about AJ Styles getting eliminated by Madcap Moss we don't feel well about that Fitz no Um, that seems like something that should have been better thought out wouldn't you agree yeah but you've already explained away what happened there you'd have to think this company doesn't think my Mm. god why, like, why, why uh, Madcap and why not Corbin himself? You're not telling me that Madcap is going to be the fucking breakout star of that duo, are you? Ooh, now look. I like where Deliverance is going with this, with a conspiracy theory. Could the falling out be a ruse to get Shane on the inside of AEW and bring them down from the inside? <laughs> I want that in movie form. I love it. That could be fun. Steve, the bigger question is, are you looking forward to him doing Jericho's podcast and telling us what's in the lockbox? Oh, give me the lockbox. I'm hoping that's that's what we need. We need to find out what was in the lockbox. And then he can go to AEW. He can be the hot new toy for three weeks and then work dark for eternity. Now, what's, the old cycle. What's Shane's non-compete? <laughs> oh, do you know what? He was that's, on a performer contract. Does he have 90 days? <laughs> uh, that's, actually, that's actually some news. Uh, the uh, round of hires that had the likes of Keith Lee, Cross and all them. Oh, uh, yeah. They're non-competes from now up as of this week. Nice. Mm-hmm. So we could start uh, seeing them pop up elsewhere. And I hope we do, because uh, it'd be nice to see them all actually getting back out there and back on our screens. So. Mm. I'm hoping Cross does go to AEW. I know a lot of AEW fans don't want him for some reason. I don't quite understand it, but uh, I'm hoping Cross and Keith Lee end up there and Ember Moon. Because he can't do a moonsault. Yeah. Because yeah. he's on sabbatical? Cross is in a- MLW. Blech. Might as well be uh. on AEW Dark. It's just a it's bear craps in the woods situation. MLW <laughs> is great and all, but He would have been better off asking to go to fucking NXT UK. Yeah. There, I said it. <laughs> yeah. I, MLW have some good people and all, but it's just like, 
there's just so much other stuff going on. You're just like, who cares? Boring and lacks charisma. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's very believable. But anyway, see what I'd happens I'd agree there. with the boring and lacks charisma part, but really? they should lean into that and make that his story. And, you know, him being just a killer. And, you know, you're going to get killed if you try to fight him. They were, tr- they were getting close to that in NXT. He and that's like what he they should have built him on the main roster, but they didn't. He doesn't have to be all quirky shit. That's, as you said, he just needs to be a killer. Yeah. Mm. Plus, when he had Scarlet with him, that made up for any lack of charisma that he had. Interesting. Yep, because, you know, tits. Um, mm-hmm. Tits, you know. Big fan. Tits big yep. fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big only fan. A quick. big only fan fits. <laughs> Hell no. Um, oh, yeah. um, you mentioned it in the Discord, Fitz. Um, a bit closer to home. Apparently, a very good match took place over in the UK last weekend. One Mr. Osprey against uh, Michael Oku, uh, who OTT fans would know as the OJMO. Did you yes. get to watch it back after fully? I did. I got to finish it uh, just before we went live today. Fantastic match. Fantastic, fantastic ending. I've heard great um, things. I would definitely recommend people to go watch it. Um, you could watch it on mute because the commentary team are fucking awful. I've heard um, the, uh, the overall production is shite. It's RevPro, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, it, like weird camera cuts, you know, shaky cameras. And like the stuff that should be fixed in post. You know, they've got a hard cam set up, but they're not cutting to it in time or they're missing something. It's just frustrating watching when you watch OTT and you can see how quickly they can turn around a product so quickly and so professionally. There's no reason that RevPro, who arguably have been kind of a bigger company over the last decade, can do it easier or should be able to do it easier than OTT, but fail miserably at it. One thing OTT nailed down very early, though. Well, it's yeah. cool. We know where we know where camera guy is. You know, we, we you know we we have everything in place. We have the right production in place, and they just yeah. they got that. Like they got that from the early Tivoli days. And obviously, they give him what he needs to do the job right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They made sure, like, you know, new cameras and shit like that. Even the the time the, the Fed money came through, I think, was the, was one of the jokes, wasn't it? was, oh, we got new cameras. It was nearly the, mm. the go-to thing around. Um, it was a running joke around the Tivoli after that show. Like, but Well, the owner did go to the performance center and learn where the cameras are. So yep. that's probably showing there. <laughs> yep. But it, it is one of the things where it's, it's one of the things they do very well as an indie is they make sure that the production side of it and the actual overall feel of a show when you're watching it back is is spot on. Um, but yeah, her very good things about the uh, the Osprey Oku match. Yeah, there's um, one segment in it where um, he's beaten down. Osprey's beaten down on uh, Oku, and he, Oku's girlfriend and family are ringside because Osprey bought them ringside seats so that they could see the beating he was going to give them. Yeah, and uh, she starts giving him shit and throws her drink in his face. So he grabs her by the head and pulls her in through the barrier, and just shouting in her face, you know, argy bargy stuff. Nothing obviously physical or anything like that. Well, she she is a wrestler herself. Just oh, to, okay, to throw that out there for people. She is actually a wrestler herself. Wasn't aware. Yeah, but obviously that just fired up Oku, and that kind of went away very quickly. But it was just a visual of him getting physical hands on. Uh, the spouse yeah. at ringside was was good to see. Um. Uh, the finish. Do you want spoilers? Uh, no, no, I'm gonna watch it. Okay. I'm gonna watch it. All I'll say is there was a pre-agreement before the match that there would be nothing stopping this fight. 
Norf stoppages. Okay. Yeah. So death. Cool. Grand. Expect no, death. Don't forward death. watching that back. Nice. Uh, anything from the main roster? I, was like, I think um, we've run through everything pretty quick here and we're I've, getting ready to call it a night. I have a horrible feeling there's something I wanted to bring up and I've forgotten about. Oh, Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda oh, and Becky. That's really, a horrible the promo. How did we get so this for in and not mention that Rhonda's back, by the way? Yeah, okay, Rhonda's <laughs> back and we're very happy about that. However, the fucking promo was terrible. She looked so disinterested. Yeah. I was like, she, oh, I was so happy on my couch, you stupid fucks. <laughs> yeah. she, that was by design, though. I no, hope so. As a business decision, she's just there for gold and checks. Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck about the people because the people turned on her the last time she was there. I think Maybe. that's what they're leaning in, but she's not a very good actress. I, that's I not what she's good at. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. But we're getting we're getting Lita and Becky over in Saudi, which would be good. That's good. Lita, mm-hmm. Lita, if if all the stuff is true that the Saudis were wanting like you know eighties and nineties people back, you'd imagine Lita should get a fucking really good reaction over there. Mm, let's see. Yeah, or will they get the natty reaction where they throw cans? Oh, yeah, throw cans. They're fucking dickheads. Mm. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, Steve, he came. Beer. Well, kind of. Pre- prematurely came. Pre- came to main event mm-hmm. he came to main event he came to a dark match I mean he came yeah did it I don't know if it did yeah I don't. I think Fitz is right there the was, he just, was he, was he just in the lobby it's a pre-com not a real, did he pre-com nah, not, not real com in my book you know that's the way that <laughs> says H um, he uh, they aired uh, Veer is coming a vignette later in the night so he, he didn't come man nah, they'll pre-com they'll pre-com yeah, it happens. That happens, you know. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, he's uh, never gonna come. No, I was actually because we were expecting releases yesterday. I was like, imagine if they release Fear, and he never came. <laughs> the ultimate blue balling, yeah. Oh, lads. Blue balling of Veer has to end. Just send Veer. Just get this over with. Um, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's come gone, I can't <laughs> oh god Fitz stay out of their personal and private lives the personal private lives Fitz it's none of your business god look like just leave the personal private lives alone if Sammy wants to be over there near her bean it's uh, the bean um uh, uh shit <laughs> Ah, good times. <laughs> abort. Abort the bean. <laughs> uh, Why are they the way they are? <laughs> Stay out of their private lives, okay? Or or Fuego is going to do a promo at the end of a vlog about you, okay? Stop. Just stop it. No. Okay. They'll stop. We'll stop when they stop. How about that? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what else? Uh, I think last weekend the PWG didn't uh, the former Buddy Murphy Light outdo Sammy's Cutter, if I remember correctly. Uh, I need the logic of that. Like, why why a cutter? I don't understand. Uh, the one that he hit. It's not for me. Yeah, he cut the he he hit the cutter on the guy, but then they just fell into a group of people. Yeah. So the, it, it could have been anything. Know. Like yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you in six months when I'm able to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> what is with PWG? Like, fair enough, you want to keep your product, you know, 
hot and rich and sell DVDs, but you want people to watch it. Just create a VOD, put it up a week or two later, and get people yeah. to subscribe for a tenner a month. Yeah. They're what is wrong people. with you? I don't get Imagine it. Imagine PWG put their video library up in a VOD. People would fucking lose their shit over that. Yeah, well... <laughs> wondering, I've just put the link to it in our Discord. You can watch it. Blake Christian, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Like, on it's high a great spot. Really good timing, you know. Um, yeah. But, oh, it's very impressive. It just, I don't get the logic of the move. Like, well, how did that hurt the guy? He's going to get... He, the cutter did nothing that wasn't going to happen anyway. With him falling on the group yeah. of people. Um, why was he diving in the first place? Because there was a group of people standing underneath, waiting for him to land on him, you know? Wrestling. Oh, it was a multi-man match, was it? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes a bit more sense. I thought he was yeah. just diving for the sake of diving, you know, because he was going to take a move, which I f- is one of my biggest pet peeves with professional wrestling is, mm. why am I doing this move? Oh, because I can take this other move from this other person. Yeah, but what happens yeah. if they weren't there? Well, then I'd look rather foolish, wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Words. I'm <laughs> Blake Christian. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, AJ didn't hold back on that clothesline on Johnny Knoxville anyway. Oh, Fuck Jesus, me. no. Oh, he and let him have it. That's because you got a fucking elbow to the chest. They oh, went there you go. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah there, was, there was slaps. Um, it was good. It was good, good clean slaps. Oh, yeah. Mm. And yeah, Bad Bunny was the uh, MVP of the Rumble. Because he used logic. Oh. Because he used logic, and uh, <laughs> he again, he he's one of only two people in wrestling that can hit a destroyer and actually look like a legitimate wrestling move. Uh, mm. Him and Petey Williams are the only two who I believe are able to master a destroyer. Everyone else can't do it properly because everyone else is able to just pop up off of it. At least with the two boys, it actually looks like you know they might have killed somebody. So, um, I my biggest pet peeve with the women's rumble was that uh, Tamina interfered with five eliminations to stop them happening. Oh, so bad. Look, she I, may have gotten her father's brain damage. Oh, beautiful. Uh, I, I she doesn't don't. do other things that her father did. Oh, allegedly. 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 Briefcases. I joined the Hall um, of Fame. What? Who? Yeah, briefcase. It's fine. Um, um, yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves about the Rumble. Like, why are you breaking up this elimination attempt? What? Lo- mm-hmm. Unless you're a tag team with them or buddies with them. Just randomers. Just like, don't not even help. Don't even like ignore them help them throw the person over the rope it makes no sense try and throw both of them over if you can Logic. Uh, also uh who was the um the mystery person that came out in the women's rumble um she came out to kelly kelly's music oh someone who definitely did apparently never got plastic surgery fits which is good to know hey, are, are we trying to slander kelly kelly on this fine broadcast I won't stand All I'll say it. is look at the head of her and tell me that that looks like the Kelly Kelly that we knew and loved on TV. She's just, she's just aged. Ten years of aging fits. Mm-hmm. Um, what a woman. You know, obviously I'm a, a white male. I am not allowed to comment on anything in this world. Uh, but goddamn people, stop doing un- unnecessary plastic surgery to yourselves. Mm-hmm. Stay out of their business, Fitz. Stay out of their business. Stay out of Kelly Kelly's, Kelly Kelly's business. Whatever you do, um, yeah, that's 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 the difference there for you to look at. Uh, I don't know. I need to look. At, I need to study some Kelly Kelly pictures to see. 
Okay. Yeah, do, do that when we're not on stream, please. Okay, that's my night started. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Good times. Um, okay, yeah, that's probably it then. Because we do, we do got to get out of here soon. Uh, and sure. I need to eat. Uh, best match, worst match then. I'm assuming Punk and uh, MJF is the best match. Um, Punk MJF, uh, but also Rollins and Roman up until the last 30 seconds. From what I saw this week, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say for what I, for what I saw this week, um, Rollins and uh, Reigns really enjoyed it, and I didn't have any problem with the finish. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you're wrong. But okay, I accept that you. I'd, you, I'd you imagine to be wrong. I'd imagine if I saw Osprey Oku, I'd be saying Osprey Oku, but that would cool, be a cool. today or tomorrow view, I'd say. Worst match. Men's Rumble. Probably, Probably yeah. It was AIDS. And not the good kind. Uh, the good kind. People that help you in your daily tasks. Yes. Uh, that or maybe uh, Dominic Mysterio Miz pretty bad. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that wasn't um, great either. Yeah. Best segment and worst segment then. Best segment, probably something Brock related. Hmm. I'm trying to think of segments. Melina, um, and, Sa- Melina and Sasha having their, their uh, fucking split off mid-rumble. Oh, <laughs> Melina got done dirty in that rumble. Yeah, she did. did what she was the necessary did she, for that? Did she slip? No. The first few when I thought yeah. she slipped, I thought it was an accidental elimination. Like Kofi? Oh, yeah, poor Kofi. accidental elimination. Uh, poor Kofi. Then Big oh, E uh, got done dirty after that too. Oh, there was just so much wrong with both of those rumbles. So, much. so annoying. I was like, I, I literally think that they they've done so much damage control and leaking things out to journalists to try and help this. Do the rumble again. We'll we'll be fine with it. There's no shame in it. Just do a rumble on Raw next week and be, make it the right rumble. And be and he, done with it. You also Fixed got Mickey it. James eliminated by Lita. Why? Uh, why? Give it to someone who could benefit from it. I'm guessing maybe Impact had a say in how she lost the match because they did call them after all. So maybe she's like, okay, well, we don't want Mickey being buried by like an up and coming person or a champion. They're probably like a legend like Lita or Ivory could have thrown her up. Maybe that was the logic there. I'm guessing I'm giving them a lot of rope there, but hang themselves with. Yes. Hell of a fucking uh, pop when she returned too. that was cool. Yeah, and shout out the fact that she used her own team music and brought the knockout yeah. belt with her. That was fucking cool. All that's very cool. Very, I very cool. called it from the very start that she'd have the belt. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking they'd be like, oh yeah, you know, you're next up, Mickey. Let's get ready. Uh, also, just look over there for a second. Yoink. Yoink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did we have a best and worst segment? I don't think we did. Eliminations are not segments. They're like interviews or... Um, Who did Tony uh, Shivani try to interview this week for four seconds and it was interrupted? There was, there was a segment on Raw that I liked, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so that's how, much of, that's how much of an impression it made. But uh, um, I'm trying to look through the maze. I don't think there was a segment there. What was... Rollins and KO had a decent segment actually this week. That's Surprisingly. The one. That's Surprisingly. The one. Yeah, it was good. Um. Yeah. Why is it quiet? What's in your mind? God damn. Uh, actually, the the opening segment of Raw with, uh, because it's just oh Brock, yeah, Brock being funny, Brock. Yeah. I'm, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it the opening segment of Raw because funny Brock is funny. 
Funny Brock is funny. Um, uh, moment of the week, Brian Daniels and John Moxley. That was good. That's up there, yeah, that's very good. Uh, worst is Brandy. Brandy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandy, definitely the worst. Um, not, not even worst segments, just the worst. Just she's the worst. Uh, uh, wrestler of the week, show of the week. Wrestler, give it to Brock, probably. Gotta give it to MJF. Nice. Biggest win of his career. Um, ooh, probably Brock as well. I didn't see the MJF match, but I'm sure it was good. Um, Punk and MJF don't strike me as people that can have a bad match against each other unless there's no chemistry. Yeah. Uh, by the sounds of things, that was not the case. Um, cool. A show of the week. Royal Rumble, obviously. You know, what a, what a show. What a night. What a show. What a night. Yeah. And now we're on yeah. the road to the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania of all time. Each night they add is makes it more stupendous. Oh, how did we not talk about it? Deliverance is posted oh, there. Wrestling yeah. week, wee man. Wee man, yeah, hell of a bump. Probably has some glass in his back. It's going to be fine. Apparently the hotel were not pleased. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they paid for it. Yeah, I'm sure it was all paid up, but I saw that like it was ringside news or someone exclusive hotel bar not pleased with Brock Lesnar wee man incident. You're like oh, shocking! What a bit of investigative journalism. The, <laughs> the 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 restaurant were displeased that a six foot five dude, three hundred pounds, picked up a, a small man and threw him through a table in front of eating guests. Oh man, I was sitting here like That's going, "Wow, I wonder what the hotel thought about this. Were they cool with it? No, no, no." Just going to throw Fucking it out idiots. there, right? If you were in the restaurant at the time when that happened, would you be upset as a guest, or would you no. be like, "This was fucking hilarious"? It's like I'm going to pay for my dinner twice. I'm so the dinner and a show. Yeah, I'm entertained. <laughs> I'm entertained. Also, Mister Viking Man, by any chance, can I get a picture with you? Hello. <laughs> like, come on. I'd be like, now slam the big dude. Clear table, clear table. Like, how much is it for the? How much is it for the school slam through the table? (laughs) Some people are just paying Brock in twenties to slam different people in the restaurant. (laughs) It's like, hey, do you remember that uh, Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon match where he fucked him through the thing at King of the Ring? You see that door? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'll have what he's having. Oh, brilliant. Oh, man. I should have just paid. Like, Remember when Vince McMahon was like, well, we just need to pay for a new wing on the hospital. Remember that whole thing? We're going to destroy a section of a hospital. We're like, hey, Vince, do you want to pay for the hotel bar? Brock is suplexing people through stuff. <laughs> Good times. I might watch that Jackass movie, actually. Yeah, it's out, out today, isn't it? I think I so. so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I saw someone post all the Rotten Tomatoes uh, scores of the Jackass movies, and I was like, "And here yeah, we can we can plot the fall of society." So I was like, "The, the first movie was a bad rating, and then the, the ratings kept getting higher and higher as the movies went on." <laughs> it's an interesting little thing to notice. Um, plug Squirtle, and then we're going to go watch United lose to uh, inferior yeah, opposition. We'll take her home. 
Um, yeah, so if people want to get more of us at the United Wrestling Podcasts, you'll get us on all your usual podcast apps, your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now, you'll get us each and every week. Uh, if wherever you're listening does tend to have a rating system or a like system, please give us a thumbs up, a five stars, whatever you can do to kind of help us. Uh, it will help with the search algorithms, which means more people can hear our ramblings every week. Uh, you can also check us out over on WrestlingSoup.com. You can check us out there along with the Wrestling Soup guys themselves and a handful of other podcasts. So please make sure to go over and share them some love. And also make sure to check out the Soup guys themselves over on Patreon. Uh, also check out our friends over at Canvas Theory, www.canvastheory.com. If you use the promo code AWP, you'll get 10% hey. off your entire order. I never know when the fuck he's going to do that. It is really irritating. Um, but yeah, if you use promo code AWP, you get 10% off your entire order and it is shipping worldwide. You worldwide. Much like Titus. Worldwide. <laughs> Um, you'll also te- find us over on Twitter it's at the AW pod and you'll find a link to our discord channel where you can come join in the fun when we record our podcast each and every week um, also check us out over on Twitch twitch.tv forward slash the AWP and also check out friend of the show and just all around funny man and just absolute legend deliverance over there it's twitch.tv forward slash deliverance 77 um, yeah I think that's pretty much it for this week gents Boop All right, going to go get some pizza. Uh, edit this because it yeah. has to go up tonight because I'm working in the morning. So going to yeah. get this podcast done and out the door. Uh, I'm going to be very drunk tomorrow, so I don't know. I'm assuming there'll be no streaming. So doesn't look like there's going to be any stream. Yeah. Um, <gasps> right. Can yeah. we log in? I'll keep us going. <laughs> I, I depending on what time, depending on what time we finish. Uh, I'm working at seven a.m., so I can't go late. So. Uh, if you want to do a stream United match will go live oh god Um, I'm up up for a little bit of fall guys but I do now the problem is that I need to leave early and you know that's the end of the stream then so if we if we can aim to finish at half 12 or 1 I'm okay with that but if we can't can't go any later than that Uh, yeah kick off early then cool right Uh, okay I have a lot of shit well you see I have to edit this as well so there's there's time constraints uh, no, it has to be done tonight. I'll so. keep going during the match because you won't want to watch the loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll figure something out. Uh, <laughs> I'll put an event in the Discord if we're doing stuff. So, uh, oh. yeah, I'm out of here. Bye, 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 bye. bye, bye.